Houston is known for its entrepreneurs, and today, producer Dina Kesba and I are talking to a really interesting one. Aliyah Arnold is the CEO and founder of Boss Up Cosmetics, and she is 17 years old. It's Monday, March 14th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Aliyah, Dina, thanks for being here. Hi. So, Aliyah, tell us what is Boss Up Cosmetics, and how did you, at the age of 17, get to this point in your life where you're running your own company? Tell, tell us about that. Like, walk us through all of that. That's a good question. Boss Up Cosmetics is a cosmetic business where I sell lip gloss, lashes, skincare, apparel, accessories, phone cases, hoodies, sweatpants, a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> um, I started out when I was 14. I was making lip gloss. I was searching on Google how to do this, how to do that. I was overly obsessed with lip gloss. I don't know what I was dealing with at 14, but I was... Like you just wanted a certain shade of pink or what? You wanted sparklies? <laughs> Yeah, I really don't know. I don't know at all. But all I know is that I put some gloss into tubes. I created an Instagram account. So you immediately, like, not only are you making your own homemade lip gloss, but you're immediately putting it into tubes and founding yeah. a company. Okay. Yeah, putting it out, you know. And it just started growing from there, honestly. So I saw that you have your family working for you now. Yes. <laughs> How big is your company and who, who's working for you? Honestly, it's I feel like it's not that big because I have huge goals and huge dreams, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> like huge. I repeat, you are 17. OK, how big is it now? It's it's there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, right now, my grandpa, he's he's the one who actually blew me up in the first place. He would take my package to the post office. I would post them packaging orders. Um, and then I posted my mom last month and she went absolutely right. She over got in like 13 million views. It was crazy. And this was from TikTok. Yes, TikTok. Because that's how I discovered. I found you through TikTok. With <laughs> Grandpa Paco. That was the yes. first video I saw. Yes. So definitely attributing Grandpa Paco for <laughs> blowing you up on yes. TikTok. <laughs> and so just so people know what these what we're talking about, because they haven't seen it on TikTok, maybe. Your grandpa, your mom are packaging your orders. Yeah. So like I said, I started with my grandpa and I went viral with a video and I was getting so many orders at the time and I didn't know what to do with it. And we were up to like four in the morning, just packaging orders. I would teach him how to do it. And I was like, let me, let me, let me record this. And I had that recording in my phone for months and I didn't post it till months after I had blown up that first time. And I posted him packaging my orders. And I think that's where you, Dina, found me yeah. is um, I posted just about him mm -hmm. and how he would go to the post office. And people fell in love with my grandpa. Yes, we did. <laughs> like, they fell in love with him. So they were yeah. like, tell Grandpa Papa to package my order. Do this. Do that. Here's my order number. <laughs> post it on TikTok. I was like, okay, cool. So, you know, I would, pack, I would record him. And then I ended up getting these Grandpa Paco cards to put in every order that he packages. So it has this, <laughs> it has this picture. It says package with love with Grandpa Paco, so whatever. Cute. And there's a QR code on the back of the card where people can scan it and they can, you know, see a thank you video from him. Like he did a video saying thank you to them. 
He's just so charming and you feel like he's your grandpa when you're watching it. And I think that was the charm. I think people kind of love the idea that it's a family business. I mean, it's very much, it's run by the 17-year-old. So like, what is it like to have, like, your mom is working for you now? Are you your mother's boss? We always mess around with that. She was actually telling me the other day, she was like, did you ever picture me working for you and I was like yes I did (laughs) I'm a big person like the words of the mouth is powerful like I like to declare stuff and I'm always declaring oh my gosh you're gonna work for me you know and she would always laugh it I'll be like yeah okay ah you know but I'm like mom get ready it's gonna happen you have to you have to wait and be patient and it's happening you can't like boss her around (laughs) right because just I can't. I can't. But it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's it's good. Yeah. yeah. The stuff's yeah. getting packed. The orders go out. Yeah, the orders are going out. And believe it yeah. or not, my aunt is actually working for me now. Wow. So, yeah. I just posted another video with her so people could know. But um, she's an aunt from Mexico. And she didn't have a job here. And I really wanted to give her one. And at the time, we were, we were needing really help. And we still need a lot of help. So she helps a lot with making gloss and just production of the products and everything. You know, when I was 14, I was like, you know, I was baby of the 90s. So I'm thinking of all the lip glosses we had back then. So you're kind of bringing back that trend, except you're starting a business doing it. I was just a consumer. (laughs) I wasn't thinking about starting my own business. How did you, how did you even come to that mindset of wanting to start your own business? Well, I get that question a lot. And my main question is, I always say it's in my blood, you know Every one of my family members owns a business. My mom's a personal trainer. She has her own business. My dad is a nutritionist and also a personal trainer. He has his own business in Atlanta. My grandpa, he has a moving business. Um, He does that. My aunt has her own business. My grandma does catering. You know, like all of like every single one of my family members own a business. So I feel like it's really natural me to do it, you know. And when I was 11, I had a slime business. So which was on Etsy. (laughs) Yes. Like slime. Kids play. The goop. Yes. This was artisanal handcrafted slime. Yeah. It was. I I don't know. That's another story if you guys want to hear it. I don't know how that happened either. It's, <laughs> it was big, but like I said, it's like, it, I, it's in my blood, you know, I just feel like it's very natural for me to do. And honestly, people are like, are so shocked by it, but it's like really natural, you know, like, I feel like I've been doing this my whole life. Wow. It's that Houston hustle. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It really is the Houston hustle. That entrepreneur yeah. thing. Yeah. When do you graduate from high school? I graduate June 19th this year. Oh, congratulations. And okay. Thank you. And what next? What's next? Honestly, yeah. just focusing more on my business. I really, really want to go to college. Uh-huh. Um, but how the business is looking, I, I don't think I'll have time. You know, I barely wow. have time for high school. <laughs> so <laughs> I really, really want to go to college. And I do want to major in business. But I may have to take a gap year, which I don't didn't want to do. But if I had to do it, oh, well. How did you even juggle school with owning your own business? How did that work? Like I said, I've been doing this since I was 14. So, I mean, when I did slide when I was 11, I was in actual public school. Mm-hmm. Right now I do online school. So when I, when I was 11, I did actual public school. And it was really hard because I was also a cheerleader. Oh. And I was juggling being a cheerleader, doing slime. You know, <laughs> doing it was slime. really, really hard. <laughs> like, can you imagine? And I would also sell slime at school. Wow. So that was like another little thing. That's the ultimate hustle, selling slime at school. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and I did online school and it got so much easier. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I just do school in the mornings. I usually go about to 12, 11. And then after that, I will go to the office and just work. 
And tell us about your office. Like, what does that look like? How did you get an office? <laughs> so it's kind of like a studio. It's not like a huge building. It's actually a garage renovated into like an actual you know, a good space. It has a little kitchenette with a stove, a sink. It has a bathroom with its own shower. So if I wanted to live there, I could live there. You know, it's really cool. And it's, it's, it was renovated to be like really, it's good equipped. Um, just imagine like a garage. That's the size of it. So when I walk in, you have your shelves and my inventory. That's where we package our orders. And then you walk in some more. I have my desk where we print out the orders, you know, like all the computer stuff. And then you walk some more and then there's the little kitchen. And then towards the back is the bathroom. So it's really small. I'm actually growing out of it, <laughs> which is really scary because that means we have to look for more places. And to move the office is going to be a pain in the butt. You know, it's a lot of stuff. Did you always have this space when you started your business? No, no, I have pictures. Um, basically, I started on the little corner of my grandma's dining room table because at the time I was staying a lot with my grandma. So um, I started at the little corner and to the side of the of the dining room table, there was like shelves and that's where I had all the products and everything. And I would work there and I would have to like, you know, clean up and put everything back because obviously you don't want to see a whole bunch of lip gloss supplies on the table. So I would put it back. And then when that video blew up about my grandpa, I had to migrate to the living room. So <laughs> the living room, we had to take out a couch. Wow. We had to put a table, a desk in there. And then they even built me a little closet inside that living room for like storage. I grew up that like that. Um, and the whole living room was just a mess with all lip gloss, boxes, shirts. It was a mess. Like it was, my mom was like, you got to get out of there. I was like, I know. <laughs> it was a huge problem. So that's how we got the office at the time of family, a close family member or family friend. Um, they were actually renting out the space and we thought it was perfect for us. So how do you get all the stuff that you use for your business? Like is it like straight from China? Where do, where do you get it all from? All my supplies um, I get from here in the U.S. Um, most like my ingredients, I guess you can say. I get them here from the U.S. Um, that's for lip gloss. For shirts, I make myself. Um, but I do get my shirts from a, like my blank shirts from a place called Harwin. Harwin Drive, right? The bargain capital of Houston. Very familiar with Harwin. My dad has a shop there for the last 30 years. <laughs> Really? Wow. So you're like your own little like fabrication company. Literally. Yes, (laughs) we are. (laughs) It's hard. You're doing it all. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes. Do it. Everything. It's really hard, but it's worth it. So would you say joining TikTok is what's really helped your business take off? 1000%. And the beginning, I was in what they call an Instagram business. Um, I don't know if you see those small businesses on Instagram, but like, you know, that's what I was. And that's how I started. Um, But in TikTok, I joined like two years ago. But when I first joined, I was getting no views. I was getting like 10 views a video. So I was like, you know what? Let me go back to Instagram. TikTok's not working for me. So I went back to Instagram. I did my thing on Instagram, but then I went back to TikTok a few months later. And I was like, maybe I need to be consistent with it. So I was consistent. I was posting. I try to get like the algorithm, try to get used to like the trends, trying to like uh, connect with my audience and kind of get to know them. 
And I finally figured out how to grow on there. And since then, it's been crazy. So yeah, TikTok has definitely been a huge help in my business. And it's been a huge help in so many other businesses as well. Yeah, I definitely see that. I always stumble on your lives whenever I'm scrolling through TikTok doing my like nightly routine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's Aaliyah packaging <laughs> orders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people are tuning in to watch you pack. Yes. So um, I do live stream. Usually it's filling lip gloss. People love to see me fill lip gloss. I've gone up to like 6,000 people. Why? Because it's like shiny, gooey stuff. It's satisfying. Like it's really satisfying. It's oddly satisfying. Yeah. So what are your dreams for Boss Up within like five years? My ideal, ideal goal would be to be in Sephora, Ulta. You know, I want to I wanna go big, you know, like all the big name brands. I want to be there. Um, I know I have a long way to get there, but I do believe that soon I will get there. Just a little bit of time, a little bit of work. <laughs> it kind of speaks to like the the names that you give for your lip gloss, you know, that like it's very empowering and just thinking of your business. I feel like it, those two are so connected and it speaks to the day and age that we're in. I knew a big thing that I wanted to do was to rename my glosses to like, you know, uplifting motivational things. So we have entrepreneur, hustle, um, independent, CEO, executive, what else? Ambitious. Okay. So what does, what does CEO look like? CEO, it's a clear gloss. It's just a regular clear gloss. Okay, so what are the ones with sparkles? Those don't look like boss glosses to me. Those look like middle school. They're really fun. The glitter glosses that you were talking about, which are my favorite. I love the glitter glosses. We have visionary, independent, rich energy, and then the rest are just like, you know, normal colors, just plain colored lip glosses. I'm gonna have to buy myself a few of those. Feeling nostalgic for the 90s. Let me know. (laughs) I'm gonna do it. We'll watch you pack it. (laughs) Yes. I'll do a video. Let me know. I would love that. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. This has been great. Thank you so much, Leah. Thank you. It really has been. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much. It's time for a little bit more Houston news. We've got producer Farrell Gibbs. Farrell, what is going on? Well, this isn't necessarily going on in Houston, but above Houston. There's a very strange dynamic that's beginning to emerge aboard the International Space Station. There are two Russian cosmonauts up there who are part of a crew that includes four Americans and one German. And according to one ex-NASA engineer, the two Russian cosmonauts ought to be asked to go home. It's all due to Russia's continuing invasion of Ukraine. And Homer Hickam, the former NASA engineer, says that Vice President Kamala Harris, who oversees the National Space Council, should call in our partners, basically Europe, Japan, and Canada, and see if she can get agreement to oust the two Russians. However, Hickam believes that in any case, the Russians would brush aside any demands for the two cosmonauts to go home. So he says, going forward, it will be important for the American astronauts, if they do have to continue working with the Russians, to avoid any friendly optics, meaning No happy images of camaraderie between Russians and Americans from space. That is it for today's show. If you have ideas for a show, or if there's something you think we missed, or you just want us to know, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Our number is 713-489-6972. And hey, if you want, you can text that. We'll have that number in our show notes. We'll be back tomorrow. 
Talk with you then. I want Dina to have the butterfly lip gloss. <laughs> and we need to watch you pack it. Ha, ha, ha.